This is Brunch with the Hollowells, and here's a quote from Rob. Now I take leave. Bring number one dime to my home on Mount Vesuvius in 24 hours, or your little nephews will become a snackula for Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) Um, isn't Mount Vesuvius from, like, Greek mythology? Snackula for Dracula? Is this from, like, the Monster Squad? (laughs) That would be amazing. I don't know who else but Dracula would say something like that, but no, not not Monster Squad. This is actually animation. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. All right. This is Magicka Dispel from DuckTales. Oh, my God. (laughs) They just added her in my Disney Heroes game. Yeah, (laughs) she is so cool. So on the animated series, she originally was voiced by June Foray. But then she went on to do the video games. And also she appeared in the updated DuckTales on on the Disney XD. I haven't watched it, but I just remember the witch character. And she was mostly used for comic relief. But I always thought she was hilarious. She did the whole, um, I don't know, Transylvanian Russian like voice. And she always talked a lot of shit wearing those heels and just looking flawless. She had the little crow, but she did her share of magic. So I thought I'd highlight her today. I watched a little bit of the new series. It was okay. Yeah. It wasn't the old one. (laughs) Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. So you do remember Magicka Dispel? Yes. Okay. And I love the name. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I ever knew her name when I was younger. I just knew she was a witch back then. Yeah, her parents definitely knew what her life plan was going to be. <laughs> Magica. <laughs> I know, right? All right, Charmies, this is Brunch with the Hollowells, as if you didn't know, but making sure. <laughs> I am Rob, the Charm Fanatic. And I'm Sean. I'm watching it for the very first time. We are on season four. This is episode what? three. I know, what? season four. Again, I'm just so amazed. We are doing episode three today, but we have a couple of things to take care of beforehand. Uh, First, Sean, how are you? I'm good, Rob. I'm here. Yeah. I'm almost done with this cold. (laughs) I know. It just keeps getting worse. No, it's getting better. Oh, it's getting better now? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I currently don't have a cold, thank God, but this weather is not helping, and we're freezing over here for L.A., I would like to point out that I am a very cleanly person when I have a sickness, and I've been over at Rob's three times, and he hasn't caught it. (laughs) (laughs) I know, just all over my stuff, and putting his hands on everything, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) All right, well, that's good, Sean. Um, We also have more fan mail. (gasps) They like us. They really like us. They do. I was given a heads up that this was coming, but completely forgot that it was on its way. And I got stopped when I walked into my building. You have a package. I'm like, what? No, I don't. Yes, what are you, you talking do. about? Right? I know, right? <laughs> um, so we got a package from one of our listeners. Her name is Sierra. And uh, she sent us a box of stuff. But here's the thing. We haven't opened it yet. So we're going to open it here on our show and give you our first reactions. But I do want to say we want to say, Sierra, thank you so much for sending us a gift to us. We really appreciate it. This is, you know, just out of nowhere. We got fan mail. Yeah, this is huge. Thank you so much. I love it. Okay. 
Let I was me... talking about my package. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how should we do this? Okay, so I'm opening the box now. And to everyone's knowledge, I'm going to post a picture of the stuff that we get. All right, Sean, read the card. What does it say? All right. Oh, it's bedazzled, too. Oh, nice. It says, Dear Sean and Rob, can't wait until you start season four. Starting on a whole new page <laughs> with the appreciation sigh. Sierra, oh, she gave her email yes. address. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm we not going to read that on air. Yeah, we won't read that. <laughs> okay, let's see what she brought us, okay? Um, so it looks like we have something wrapped with a white ribbon. And it looks like a tapestry. Is it tapestry? Is that the name we'll that you can use? Okay. No, I think that's right. Okay. Um, it's tied in a knot. I don't want to like... Okay. I'm just sliding it off here. Let's see what this is. Oh, wow. She like embroidered something. Wow. I don't know if she literally did this for us. Oh, my God. She did. Like, it literally has our names on it. Okay, so it's this white square tapestry where she... What is it? Do you think that's a wand? That's a wand. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to read this. Maybe the penis acts like a natural wand. <laughs> Sean, episode 20, season two. <laughs> I, you did this. Yeah, you must have said it. She's quoting that's you. Oh, yeah, I remember saying that, and that's amazing. <laughs> okay, and then apparently a quote from me from season three, episode 12, orbs, that's balls. They are talking about balls. <laughs> and she embroidered a pair of balls with stars on them, I guess, to represent hair. You know, I looked at the balls first before reading the quote. and I was like, why is she sending us an embroidered picture of balls? Because it's us. <laughs> Orbs, that is balls. They are talking about balls. <laughs> I do remember saying that. I was surprised that they said that. Here, take a look. This is so amazing. I love it. She literally <laughs> did this just for us. I thought she was sending us something she already owned, but... <laughs> that is a nice wand, too. That came out really well. Yeah, and she... Of course, the balls, too. Like, yeah. And they've got little stars on them. Like, I like starry balls. No shit. <laughs> All right. Molt, yeah. It says potion making supplies. Which is also bedazzled. Which careful. Is, careful with the. Okay. I'll be careful. I'll be careful. Now, when hopefully this gets posted or heard from, he's opening something. If something should happen to us, we know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the email address. Yeah. Okay, we've got some rainbow sparkly um, uh, wax paper. Okay. I really like it. Oh, Rob. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. We got our own little set of alcohol bottles. Oh, my God. They look like little potion bottles. Yep. So I guess we drink them and then keep them for potions. Oh, yes. <laughs> we are so brunching with drinks again. Oh, nice. Okay, so name some of them. What did we get? Okay, there's five bottles. We've got a, ooh, UV cake, white cake flavored vodka. Oh, oh. Jack Daniels. Okay. New Amsterdam raspberry. Jack Daniels, Tennessee honey. Oh, one's fire, one's honey. Okay. And Smirnoff 
Ruby red grapefruit. Oh my god! I hope you did not break the bank on this. I now I feel bad. Oh, I feel good. <laughs> no, 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 I'm I'm so humbled and grateful for that. Like she didn't. Wow, that's awesome. I love that. Thank you so much. And very thematic too. Do you notice how they just look like little potions? I know that's I very it. creative. So we have one more thing to open. She gave us something else wrapped in green bubble wrap which again is a gift in itself <laughs> oh it looks like a mug oh it is a mug oh it's a coffee mug but it's oh it's so it's not even like the regular like rubber plastic one but i love this so it's this really nice coffee mug and it says witch please with a <laughs> um witch's hat on it i love that your head like moved when i you know said that, witch please. well i gotta you know i gotta you know Oh, this is awesome. I love this mug. You might have more use of this than me. Do you drink tea or coffee? I drink both all the time. <laughs> Very nice. This is freaking awesome. Okay, so we'll definitely post pictures of this and um, share to everyone what we got. But this is so awesome. Thank you so much. And, you know, like, we do this for fun. Like, we're it's a gift in itself. I get to watch Charmed again, and then we get an added bonus of all this stuff. This is so awesome. Yeah, this is very cool, I and I it. definitely appreciate our Charmies. You're all, you all spoil us. It, really, right? <laughs> but, um, no, we thank you for that, uh, Sierra. We appreciate that, and... Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm so speechless. This is so cool. I love that message. <laughs> I'm getting that framed. <laughs> that is yeah. so getting framed. I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on with our episode. We are doing episode three. Hell hath no fury. Uh, this originally aired October eleventh, two thousand one. This was written by Krista Vernoff. Directed by Chris Long, who um, both are no stranger to Charm. They did a couple of episodes in season three. Uh, guest stars include Scott Mossenson, um, Mossenson, yeah, as Donnie, uh, Becky Wallstrom as Lila. Co-stars include David Rivers or Rivers as Bob Cohen, Ben Tulpin as Billy. This episode scored 5 million viewers. Now, Sean, question for you, because it, Netflix did something different than how, like, Wiki, Uncharmed, or even the DVDs. Basically, on Netflix, they paired both parts of the season finale as one episode. So mm. on Netflix, this is technically episode two. Oh, no. But when it originally aired on WB, it was two episodes just aired together as a two-hour special. But it was considered one episode each. So, Sean, how would you how would you label these episodes? Would you lump the season premiere as episode one, or would you split it up into episode two? See, this is where things get confusing. I think they should have left it as episode one and two, and this would have been episode three. Okay, on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that too. And this is why I didn't wait a week to post episode two. I mean, yes, they are two parters, but having one and two, I, I they still were a separate, you know, episode, even though they post like one day after the other, because I still think that they are an episode in themselves. So 
Yeah, this is episode three, so we're on the same page. Good. Okay. <laughs> Cole drives Phoebe and Piper with the pedal to the metal. I, I want to say that again. Cole drives Phoebe and Piper with the pedal to the metal <laughs> in the SUV. Piper insists on pursuing and vanquishing a demon, but Phoebe would rather be teaching Paige about witchcraft. Piper, for her part, is still having trouble controlling her blasting power. They find their quarry, and Piper blows him up. His remains splatter the SUV, and Piper Lee happily enters the car, suggesting the next demon to hunt while Phoebe and Cole stayed speechless. <laughs> I love this scene so much. The moment the episode started, you just see this SUV just driving down the highway, and I immediately knew what I was going to get, because every time the scene comes up when I rewatch the series, I just get so excited, because Piper, <laughs> she is just so aggressive and confident right now, so she blows up the demon, and she just goes in the car, next, <laughs> and just ready, and they're just like, what the fuck yep. is up with this bitch, and she's just cheesing, she's just smiling like... <laughs> Let's go. I got such a kick, uh, and it was so simple, but out of Phoebe saying every Tom, Dick, and Beazelbub. I guess. I do remember that. I love how Cole's just the driver now. Yeah. (laughs) They could have easily, like, shimmered, but, you know, theatrics. I was wondering about that. They still have Leo, too. Like, they have two teleporters. Yeah, they do. I Yeah, I have no idea what that's going on, but... um. So Piper obviously is putting a lot of work into being a witch and taking out demons. When last week, she wasn't even sure she wanted to even be a charmed one anymore. I'm not exactly sure of the time frame between these two episodes, but do you think that without the power of three, literally, because Paige doesn't really know how to be a witch yet, should they be out there looking for trouble the way that they are? Mm, With great power, Rob, comes great responsibility. (laughs) So I think they, they should still be doing what they're doing. It's just like when the Scooby gang suck up for Buffy while she was missing. Yes, but I mean, these guys are deliberately going after it. They're not letting it come to them how they usually would wait. They're putting themselves in danger on I purpose. See what um, but they're still saving people. Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, this one, they just hunted him down for the... Oh, no, no, no. Actually, he did save him from someone, so it would make sense. Um, I, I think it's a little restless... In my opinion, I mean, they're just kind of winging it. I think there should still be some kind of plan, or at least they know how to get rid of the demon instead of just possibly seeing if her blowing up power works. So are you just like jealous that Von Quixing is becoming a thing, so you're trying to make Restless a thing? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, that's how I say it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I love the fact that, again, there are no cops in San Francisco to stop these speeding... (laughs) people from driving the way that they do i mean that car is not that you know under the radar it's a giant suv people notice it why haven't they gotten chased by the cops yet i will never understand but i drive that way every day and i don't get tickets (laughs) all the time (laughs) so the demon that they blew up is considered a cavme so i'm just going to read the brief um moment you got to see the cavme this is exactly what they are they are demons that can incinerate humans flesh with their eyes uh you will recognize the cavme by their glowing eyes and considerable stature lower level demons they attack randomly and work alone i'm sorry i wasn't paying attention what (laughs) (laughs) dick okay (laughs) 
Paige is distracted at work, reading a book about witchcraft. She is worried about a case, and the mailboy, Billy, arrives, and a co-worker, a lawyer named Donnie, makes fun of his acne and Paige's breasts. Uh, Paige mutters, nice rug, and Donnie's toupee orbs right into her hand, much to the laughter of the rest of the office. So we've got sexual harassment and bullying all in two minutes. Yay! Uh, yeah, what do you think about that, Sean? Like, is there, do you notice any of that kind of, like, behavior at work? Um. Not to put anybody on the spot, but, I mean, most offices usually have, like, this chill demeanor where you can do a little flirting, and it, you know, you you don't have to worry about one person going to HR immediately, you know? Right, yeah, I don't see it to the extreme that they show, but I do see it, and especially, like, Right now, there's, like, a little bit of drama, but nobody knows about it. Okay. Like, one guy is starting to date another girl, but he's married. Oh. And I'm friends with both of them. (laughs) Oh, so is the married girl working there, too? No. Oh, okay. But you're friends with both. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, sticky situation there. I don't know. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm just not telling anybody. (laughs) I'm keeping my nose out of it. Yeah, very good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We don't really, you know... There, there's a little bit of flirting at work, not, you know, with me or anything, but like, obviously, <laughs> but I mean, I, yeah, I don't think we've really gotten to a point to where we need to like report it, but I mean, at a school with students and stuff, mm. you do hear a lot of drama within the students, but as far as like the coworkers, the staff, it's, it's, it's a little chill. Mm-hmm. Um, so her slang for toupee is rug, which would indicate that her powers is more about how she thinks on what she's calling versus what she says. Because a rug is not a toupee. So would you call shenanigans or does that kind of make sense that her power is basically what she's thinking versus what she calls out? Yeah, I'd say it makes sense because I think it is more of a line of sight and I don't know. I don't know what the term would be. Line of mind. <laughs> well, I mean, she's telekinesis. She's moving things with her yeah. mind. It's not necessarily what she says, but again, it doesn't work unless she says it. But she's using a lot of yeah. words that aren't literal to what she's calling. I would be terrified if I had this power. What if like a guy's walking by and I'm like, "Ooh, nice ass," and then there's a disembodied ass in my hands. <laughs> I know, but no. I mean, that's how easy it could have been. She could have easily just ripped his head off, but. <laughs> I don't think the powers that be would allow that to right. happen. But no, I mean, yeah, that you're probably right. So, I mean, but that's okay, right? The way that it kind of played out, like saying rug meaning toupee is okay. Yeah, because it's all about her intent, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then she, ugh, she, it looked like a dead rat in her it hand, did. too. God, it was so gross. <laughs> Piper is crossing off the demons they've vanquished in the Book of Shadows. Cole is very worried about Piper risking her life. To go after every demon she can find. He wants to lay low due to the bounty hunters on his tail, but cares too much about Phoebe to risk losing Piper. Phoebe is just as concerned because since Prue's death, they've all but abandoned their old approach to vanquishing demons. I love that it keeps coming up for me. (laughs) (laughs) Just then, Paige arrives. She's having trouble adjusting to her role as a witch. Piper leaves Phoebe to explain things and goes to her room to scry for demons. Are you familiar with scrying? I am familiar with scrying. Okay. Yeah. Should we describe it for our listeners if anybody doesn't know? Sure. Go ahead. 
No, isn't it basically like using an object to... Um, well, I wanted to, to read the proper term, but I mean, yeah, basically you um, you use a, a stone or a crystal and enchant it, or I guess with whatever you want to locate, and usually you would wrap it in an item of theirs or, I don't know, maybe say something, but basically they've been using it to track evil, mm-hmm. and so they use a map of the city and twirl it around um the map until it locks on something and so the crystal will like a magnet just pick a spot i've also seen it where it's like there's a pool of water or like some sort of reflective surface Mm -hmm. and they like look through it like to see something so like scrying for something oh okay i didn't know that i've seen different ways it's used that's awesome Mm -hmm. i like that but yeah just searching for something i think is the best way to put it (laughs) Phoebe wants to stay and talk with Paige, but needs to go talk to Cole. Paige flips through the book and starts marking it with post-it notes. <laughs> <laughs> post-it notes. All right, so Cole is, like, super pissed off. Does he have a right to be all pissed off at Piper getting in her face like that? Mm, I think so. She's kind of, like, off the handle right now, so I think he's just really getting frustrated with her. Okay. I think it's a lot of little things building up. Yeah. So... What about Paige, though? Like, she learned, like, yesterday, oh, by the way, you're a witch, and now she's just like, oh, I want to do all these spells all by myself. Like, would you be that brave? Absolutely yes. Wow. (laughs) No, honestly, I wouldn't do it the way that she's doing it, but I would want to practice. I would want to get down and dirty into it. Like, I call off work. I can't think of anything but the book. I want to know how to do stuff. I'd be very anxious. To yeah. like try out spells. Would I do it on my own? I'd be very hesitant because I always think through everything that I do. You make a good point. I think I would want to like work with Phoebe for like a day and then I'd be like, fuck Phoebe. Like I'm going to do some <laughs> to myself now. I, yeah, no, I overthink things way too much. I would be a little paranoid of what the consequence is. Even a movie like Craft. They weren't able to do too many spells without it coming back three times three, especially if it inflicted someone else. So, again, I would be a little hesitant on, like, doing something. But um, it, it it's also interesting to see sort of the outcome and af- aftermath of losing a sister. Uh, they've been doing this for three years and, of course, been sisters all their lives and having to adjust to a new role, a new routine, a new pattern, which isn't going to fix on its own. Their magical duties is still sort of a metaphor of just a part of grieving. They have to get used to things not happening the way that they used to. And you start to notice stuff a lot more in those situations. When you're used to just kind of letting somebody else do all the work like Prue, you know, now you have to do things differently. And Piper is trying to, I guess, find a middle ground. But... I mean, this is a very vulnerable time for them, but yeah, I mean, this this is something that anybody would go through if they lost a family member or a friend, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Phoebe and Cole uh, call for Leo, worried about Piper. Phoebe talks with Leo. Amongst other things, she's concerned that Piper is blowing Paige off. Uh, Phoebe is still adjusting to the fact that she is the middle sister now, and she looks at Piper and Paige... Um, and remembers the times that Piper had to play mediator between her and Prue. Uh, Leo does agree to try and settle Piper down. Let's not forget before that, Cole gets in Leo's face, and Leo's like, you're lucky I'm a pacifist, bitch, so I'll tear that ass up. Who do you think would win in a fight of Leo and Cole? 
I would say Cole, because I feel like he's the demon. He's, like, gotten down and dirty. Like, Leo's going to hold back because he's a good boy. He is the dirtier fighter, uh, Cole is. But what I know about Leo, mm. he's not, he's no easy win. Okay. He's not an easy win. Like, I love when he jumped on Shaq's. <laughs> Like, get out of here, run, remember? And he just hops on him and just holds him from behind or whatever. But, yeah, Leo can fuck some shit up if he really wanted to. Okay. So it's just, but he's a pacifist, that's the thing. He, you know, he keeps it low, keeps on the DL that he's, you know, a a shit kicker. (laughs) (laughs) So Paige runs out of Post-its notes because apparently she had time to fill up a whole book. But uh, and she decides, well, fuck it. I'm just going to take the whole book. I'm going to throw it out the window (laughs) for anybody to get and then sneak off with it to take it to work. Who needs all of those spells for one day? She was getting a little overzealous with this thing. But again, out of curiosity, do you take the book and do your own thing? (laughs) Throw it out the window and steal it. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Jeez, that's a good question. You know, come to think of it, you make a good point. I probably would. Yeah. I'd take it and study it. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to be in the moment, I guess. But I would definitely want, I want it. Because she's like, oh, let me just take it to the office. I'm like, you can't just take a book. And, I mean, we know what the book Shadows is. But to her, it's something you can just take to the office right. and read on lunch, you know? Like, oh, I can just stash it. Nobody's going to take it. Might as well be the Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus sequel book that you just Let me cor- take <laughs> that book to work. And like... <laughs> Let me take that book to work. And that eye just starts opening up in front of people. (laughs) That would just freak people out. Leo tries to calm Piper down and begs her to tell him what bothers her. Piper says that it hurts to talk about how she feels about losing Prue. Leo thinks Piper is blaming him for not being able to bring Prue back, but Piper says it isn't his fault. It's evil's fault. Leo thinks Piper is going after demons to avoid facing her grief. Just then, Piper's scrying crystal lands. She heads out to find the demon. Paige tries to copy the Book of Shadows on the office copier, but she might as well be copying her own butt because the copies come up blank. She is so reckless. Who does that? I know. Is... Does copy machines have like a memory? Like, does it save everything that gets copied? No, it doesn't have that mechanism. Okay. But like to do that in the middle of the workday, like I would at least wait until after work and then sneak it. But she's just like, what else? She doesn't give a shit. And then tries to be all sneaky, like, no, I'm not doing anything. (laughs) Don't worry about what I'm copying in that big giant book. Yep. (laughs) Are you using company paper for your personal shit? Donnie makes nide comments to Paige and Billy. Billy tells Paige that he's been deliberately losing Donnie's mail to pay him back for his taunting. Paige gives up on copying the book. She casts a spell. Apparently, I'm going to read this like an 82-year-old woman. Yes, you are. Let the object of objection become but a dream as I cause the scene to be unseen. How's that? Perfect. Okay, good. (laughs) And Billy's acne clears up. Paige is thrilled to have done some magic. So, Billy, you really let him have it with that whole male gag, huh? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so evil. Right? <laughs> Naughty. <laughs> so I love this back and forth uh, scene with Leo and Piper earlier. How she gets in, you know, Leo's face about like, I lost a sister. I need to do things the way I do. It's better to go get the demons. And he's like, woman, I don't know who you raising your voice at, but you want to lower that tone because we're married and you ain't got to talk to me like that. I just like that he stood up for himself as well. You know, yes, I technically work for you as a white lighter, but like I am your husband. We are married and you don't go there with me. At least this is how we don't settle our arguments this way. So I like that Leo had said that. Yeah, he like managed it pretty well. I, I like that. Grieving or not, do you think that someone has the right to have outbursts like Piper against people? I mean, they don't have to be saints or perfect, but I mean, just the way her anger is just pressed on other people and lashing out. Do you have a right to push back and be like, you know, I know you're sad, but, you know, calm yourself. Um, I think they're treating it just like they should, because I think they've all given her a little bit of space to be kind of a bitch to them. But it's getting to a point where she's not stopping. So I like that they're each standing up to her in their own way and letting her know, like, this isn't right. It can't continue. Mm -hmm. So good job. Yeah, no, I like that. And it's also nice to see that they are a normal couple and that even though we ship them so hard that even they sometimes will have arguments here and there. They're not perfect. You right. Know? So, um, so Billy, let's talk about this acne for a second. I mean, I've seen acne, but damn. I but mean, damn. that <clears throat> that was a little heavy. Would you even go to work like that? I mean, what else is he supposed to do? Well, my thing is, is I don't know, like, is he currently trying to take care of it? Or is that really just how, I mean... I don't have acne like that, so I'm not trying to be a hater, but like... But you are. If, if it's that severe, though, like, do you do something about it, or is that just the way that it is? You know, I think because, like, in high school, I had bad acne. Not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, there are steps to take, um, but it's still not an easy thing to manage all the time. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't know if there's a good answer for it. I just I just wonder if he was currently doing something or if he was just like, fuck it, this is what I look like, right? Yeah. Um, also, you know, Donnie comes in again with his, her, you know, calling him Clarisel and, of course, talking about her butt and whatnot. I mean, that that's, you know, I'm surprised he has not been reported. Yeah. Like, is it bad to be the snitch or put yourself in a position to, like, have to go through HR and all that stuff. Do you think stuff like this is, like, not big enough to report and just let it go? Sometimes it's hard because, like, I, I run into this at my job currently. We're such a small team and everybody talks. So, like, like I, I kind of reported on someone next to me because she makes the same fucking mistake over and over. Mm -hmm. And then when it came back around her, my name was on the report because... We're a small team, so she knew exactly who said something. Yeah. And it made things awkward. Yeah. And it's awkward saying something to her because she blows up. So, like, sometimes it's easier to let things go. It's not always right, but it can make it awkward if you do report it. And, you know, teach their own, for sure. I mean, if something small that might look to us could be definitely bigger to you. And so, yeah, we definitely encourage you to, like, get into the habit of, like, Reporting it, if you have to. I mean, they're not going to learn unless they get, mm -hmm. you know, reprimanded for it. Oh, 
I have a question for you. Of course. Do you know who Charles Bronson is? <laughs> <laughs> really showed her age. I actually do know who Charles Bronson is, I think. I know there's... I'm thinking of the Death Wish guy. Yeah, that's him. Okay. I know there's another Bronson out there, the one married to Barbara Streisand. Okay. But I don't think I've ever seen oh, his Oh, no, movie. that's James Brolin. Who am I thinking? Oh, Death Wish. Like the new one, right? No, Well, not no, well, the new oh, one's the... based on the old one that Charles yeah. Bronson is on. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Who did you think it was? Well, I know what he looks like. I don't think I've ever seen his movies. I've never though. seen him either. I know he's like an action star. Yeah, I don't. I've never seen him either. But I, I know who she was on. I love the fact that she didn't know. That was so cute. Um. So Piper charges off to do battle with the demon. Piper, Piper. Excuse me. Phoebe tells her not to expect any help from her or Cole as one of their uh, desperate attempts to get her to stop, but obviously didn't work. They spot smoke coming from a shed. Piper tries to blow the door open, but her powers are still unreliable. She ends up freezing Cole. <laughs> <laughs> she tries again, uh, this time managing to blow, blow it open, but knocks Cole against a car. A man runs out, pursued by three women wearing tribal-like dress and markings on their face. Notice the color hair? Yeah. When they travel in threes, what do you get? Yeah, each time. Uh, They also have long, sharp talons. And Piper tries to freeze them, but ends up blowing up the car instead. She tries again, but while Cole freezes the woman, uh, the women don't. The strange women attack Piper and Phoebe. And Phoebe manages to unfreeze Cole just before one breeze smokes into Piper's mouth. Cole blasts her with an energy ball, and the other two disappear in puffs of smoke. Piper starts coughing. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now, I like that. So Cole warned Piper not to engage. So he already knew who they were. And it was good reason why he said that. So I like that he is definitely trying to stick up for the sisters. Um, one other thing I was going to ask you, Sean, what did you think of these three women as you saw them? Like, were there any thoughts in your head, like on how they looked, who they were, were they going to be part of the episode? Like, what did you think? Or, um, my initial thought was that they were going to be demons, like specifically Darth Maul's sisters. <laughs> um, but they were definitely stunning. They they had great bodies. They were very pretty. I liked the makeup a lot and their mm-hmm. outfits. So yeah. they were definitely a sight to see. Yeah. So the type of teleporting that they were doing is called smoking. Smoking. Yeah. Thank you for not smoking. I know, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, I I would like I I would be interested to know how visually like the effects on how they did that. Like, do they just put like a green screen over them and then add the special effects afterwards because they don't move, but they make them disappear. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I I did like that effect, but um, that's basically how Furies um teleport. So we didn't know exactly what they were at this time, but infecting Piper was obviously something that was going to get passed on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Rob, it's my word again. <laughs> Piper is determined to vanquish the woman despite Cole and Phoebe's attempts to calm her down. Cole mentions that Piper has little control over her powers. Phoebe isn't surprised since their powers are tied to their emotions. Do you remember... <laughs> It was so offensive when it came out, the Princess Peach game, and she 
went through different emotions and it affected how you play the game. No, which game was this? I think it was Peach's Adventure or something. I have never, I never knew she got her own game. What system? It came out on, I think, DS. Oh, yeah, there's no way. Yeah, and Mario gets kidnapped and she has to save him. I have never. And people got mad because they thought it was like saying women are more, more emotional than men. But I thought it was just a fun gameplay gimmick. So they affected gameplay based on her mood change. Yeah. Damn. I never got to play it. That's I kinda, want to. That is kind of fucked. Eh. I mean, you're playing Luigi and Toad and they get to be the same and do whatever they want, but... <laughs> Unless she's happy, we can't play it right. Well, I mean, if women weren't so emotional all the time, I'm just going to need to I'm stop. I'm not going to go any further. <laughs> Horrible. Since their powers are tied to their emotions and they're all still grieving over Prue, Cole explains that the women they encountered are furies, demonic vigilantes that go after evildoers. They will pursue and kill a shoplifter as easily as they would a murderer and take great pleasure in doing so. Colt tells Phoebe that he's encountered Furies before and that they have the power to make evildoers hear the cries of all their past victims. Phoebe tells him that Colt isn't the same Balthazar who killed so many people over the years. So Sean, we learn about Furies. It's a little tied to the title. So now we have the official plot of the episode. What do you think of like... Sort of the execute or the I don't know I can't remember like the plot of of the episode so far. Are you still checked in? I was still checked in. It definitely felt like almost like two different episodes going on. Like we had the fun with Paige, and then okay. we have the actual like danger with Piper, but it didn't distract from it. Okay, good observation. Piper finds the Book of Shadows missing and suspects an evil being has it. <laughs> Cole's like, I'll go look for it. No, 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 no. I know where it's at. God damn it. <laughs> I left that woman alone with it. Shit. <laughs> okay, Piper. <laughs> Promise me you don't get overreact. How can that be possible? How is that even possible? <laughs> um, Phoebe admits to leaving Paige alone with the book and the two go off to confront her. Now... Piper's like, why would you even leave her alone with it? We don't know her, but the bitch is blood. So do you trust her immediately like Phoebe, or do you stay super paranoid like Piper, knowing this woman? You haven't even known her for a little bit. What What's your take? I'm, ooh, that's a good question. I'm trying to think of where I would fall, because I definitely am a little bit of both of them, mm -hmm. where I do like to trust people right away, and sometimes that can hurt, but I am also like a little paranoid of people at first, too, so I'm trying to think, like, her being my sister, I probably would not have left her alone with the book, okay. like Phoebe did, but I probably wouldn't be as paranoid as Piper is. Fair. That's fair. Uh, I wouldn't have left her alone with the book. I wouldn't think she'd do something bad with it, but I wouldn't trust her with the book by itself. Right. Yeah. She could have a disembodied butt in her hands before <laughs> the day is over. Right. <laughs> so Paige, meanwhile, goes on casting spells for her own gain, such as extending the deadline for the Adam O'Brien application. She reads the following spell. These words will travel through the minds of stubborn parties and unbind the thoughts too rigid to be kind, a compromise they'll disentwine. 
Donnie propositions Paige, and then she casts a karma spell on him uh, to give him a taste of his own medicine. The spell of karma is to make a dirt bag feel the pain he inflicts like cruelty, pain, and evil ways. Follow this villain through all his days. Reverse the torment he creates to turn on him a crueler fate. If you're wondering, Rob, she substituted the word demon for dirtbag. <laughs> she did, which will be on the quiz for those who thought my quiz was so hard. <laughs> Thank you for writing it down, Sean. Everybody take notes because I ain't messing around on this season either. <laughs> All right. So what do you think of her using the book? For the most part, she is using it to help other people. But obviously, there is a little bit of personal gain in there. What do you think of her usage of the book so far? Um, I think it's a little worrisome because, like, she could do some serious damage, like, maim or kill. And she's just, like, throwing around spells like it's nothing. She has no idea what's going to happen when she reads them. She doesn't know how to turn them off. I don't think she thought about any of this. Uh, the only thing, obviously, I can approve of is, you know, helping Billy with his face. But at the same time, it's like, still, you have no idea what's going to happen. Any side effects, what have you. But her intentions, I guess, were good. You know, she just wanted to help people out as much as she could. Um, but yeah. So here's my problem. I've seen Leprechaun. I've seen Wishmaster. I know that when you, like, do good things for people, there's a price. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nothing good can come from this book. <laughs> oh, jeez. You got it? Is. <laughs> I had to. All right, I'm bringing up X-Men at some point. <laughs> Phoebe and Piper arrive at Paige's job. Did you know Cannonball has a younger sister named Paige? You need to calm down with <laughs> Cannonball is a character from X-Men, people, just to let you know. And he's in the New Mutants. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, if we ever get it. It's April. Yeah, that's what they say. Oh, Yeah, snap. we'll see. Yeah, they keep delaying it, so I'm not I'm, I'm not even worried about it. I want to delay you so we'll see long. it. <laughs> Piper's <laughs> still ranting about Paige taking the book, but Phoebe thinks it was because they haven't explained all the obligations she now has as a charmed one. They find Donnie being pursued by a dozen women and Paige with significantly enlarged titties. Oh, it says breasts. Yes, breasts is the better term. Titties! Gross. Piper freezes Donnie and the other woman so they can talk. Paige admits having taken the book and after some prodding by Phoebe, also admits having cast several spells. Piper and Phoebe tell her that when she cast the karma spell on Donnie, it backfired and made her a target of ogling as well. I have the same problem all the time. <laughs> Phoebe tells Piper to get Leo and Orb Donnie back to the manor while she and Paige figure out how to clean up the mess. And Rob, can you tell us what orbing is? <laughs> Shut up. Orbs, that's balls. <laughs> They're talking about balls. <laughs> Well, they were. <laughs> That's what she was referencing. I had this lovely scroll next to me that I could quote you from. That's so funny. So what do you think of Piper's um, attitude towards Paige so far? New girl in the house, new to the family. She's not even 
looking at her in the face when she talks to her. I mean, she just doesn't like her. What do you think about her attitude so far? Um, I think it's very true to her character. I think she is, she's always been the more careful one. And I think she, in a way, is comparing Paige to Prue. Like, yes. I lost my wonderful sister and all I got is this damn thief. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I, I agree. Um, Is it right? No. Is it understandable? Yes. You know, again, Phoebe in the middle is not as grieving as as hard as Piper and you know she's more open to the idea of Paige being a sister and a witch and just being you know one of the gals but um yeah Piper's Piper's pissed like just don't fuck with the book well and I ha- I've been in Phoebe's shoes and I hate that when you're like trying so hard to like stand up for someone and they do exactly what they're expected to do and then all your hard work is like out the door yeah yeah So Phoebe and Paige drive home. Paige apologizes for causing stress, but Phoebe says that Piper hasn't really been herself since Prue died. Paige has trouble switching gears because her breasts are so big. And so so Phoebe helps um, her switch gears. Phoebe also finds the Furies in the book and discovers that when a Fury breathes smoke into a good witch, the smoke opens up a portal of hidden anger. Eventually, the anger will build up until it consumes the witch's humanity and turns her into a fury. So this is all happening right now as her, Leo, and Donnie are back at the manor. So this is how this is the entry of furies in the book. Like their mystic uh, or mythic ancestors, these demonic women act as judge, jury, and executioner to anyone they consider an evildoer. They dis uh, they disable victims with their sharp talons and kill with poisonous smoke. These furies are like vigilantes in a way, and no matter how small the crime is, when you're evil, you're evil. What would you say is the level of when a fury should jump in and take them out? Um, if they jaywalk, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, um, I would love furies to take care of slow walkers. Yeah. Can't stand them bitches at all. Nope. I hate them so much. (laughs) Hate slow walkers to a passion. I also hate road rage drivers. I'm sorry if you're one, but I can't stand you. Can't do it. Oh, I have to give props where props are due. Um, Paige with her big titties. She is driving stick and I love that so much. I drive a stick. I have ever since I've learned to drive cars and anybody knows how, booyakasha. So you think that is a sort of advantage skill to have? Yeah. Puts them on a pedestal. Yeah. All right. Why is that? Because it's harder to learn. It's harder to do, but it gives you more control of the car. And if you know stick, you can drive anything because automatic's easy when it comes to stick. I get super freaked out in a... um what is it called stick shift car what is it mm-hmm. called okay when you're on a steep hill i just don't trust it i get freaked out every single time i'm caught in one on a hill and it freaks me out that is the reason why if i do ever drive it would never be that sean plus rachel in rachel's car on a road trip to san francisco rachel made sean drive because she didn't want to drive the hills 
Her car almost didn't make it up one of the hills yeah, for no reason. No. It was and, scary. And all a car needs to do behind you is just be on your ass in line to get up the hill. And if you can't peel out and get like, nope, yep, not doing it. Oh, yeah. That's the one disadvantage. I'll okay. give you that. <laughs> At the manor, Piper is roughing up Donnie, despite Leo's efforts to calm her down. Piper finally loses patience and blasts Leo. Leo reconstitutes just as Piper goes back in on Donnie. Cole arrives and warns Leo that Piper's turning into a fury. Leo looks down and discovers Piper's fingernails have become very long, black, and claw-like, like fury talons. Leo tries to get Piper to fight it. Piper puts her hand to Leo's head as if to caress him and throws him over the couch. She slices Donnie with her talons and starts to breathe smoke into him. Cole distracts her by hitting her with a small energy ball just as Phoebe and Paige arrive. Piper smokes away. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I didn't like that. that. She was hot. That look in her eyes, she was pissed, and I loved every minute of it. She yep. looked so good. Leo heals Donnie. He comes to and starts eyeing Paige's titties. <laughs> but Paige knocks him back out with a punch. Leo orbs Donnie back to the office. Phoebe casts a spell. Guided spirits hear our plea, annul this magic, let it be. And Paige's titties return to their former size. Do you think the spell worked a little too well? A little too well. <laughs> <laughs> a mugger is attacking two women when one of the Furies slashes him. He turns to attack them, but is brought to his knees by the cries of his previous victims. One of the Furies blows smoke into him, and then he goes up in flames. Just then, Piper smokes in and tells them she's been looking around for them. So Phoebe scries for Piper, but can't find her because she isn't really a witch anymore. Cole shimmers in. He tried to sense Piper, but ended up drawing attentions of bounty hunters. Paige then remembers she cast a karma spell on Donnie. She substituted Dirtbag for Demon, so she figures that she could change a lost witch spell to find a lost sister instead. Phoebe doesn't think it will work if she's already looking for a kill. Paige then suggests using Cole as bait. Phoebe does not like this idea, but Cole killed hundreds of people in the last century as Belthazar, and their cries could kill him. However, Cole is willing to face up to his crimes in order to, to get Piper back and talks to her into agreeing. Basically being like, don't ask me to be a coward because I ain't no punk mm -hmm. and I'm not one today. Damn. Do you allow your man to do this? Mm. If he wants to do it, I'm not going to stop him, but I wouldn't like it. Okay. Well, Paige and Piper, oh, excuse me. Phoebe and Paige cast a spell using the blood from Cole's finger. The Furies are dressing Piper for a hunt when Piper hears the call. She then tells the other Furies, I know where evil dwells. So score one for Paige. She came up with a nice idea, didn't she? She did. I did like that idea. And it also shows a bit of intelligence from her because... I will say that when I first watched this uh, episode way back when, and some repeated times, she came off very ditzy in this episode, 
and I'm not just talking about her character, like her acting as well. Like I just <laughs> feel like they wanted her to act like the dumb one, the naive one, and the careless one because she's the younger sister. You know, I don't know. They just grew. You know, it's just little stuff like that that was so annoying when I first watched this. And I was like, I know that Rose McGowan is stronger than this. She's demanding. She's powerful. And I just didn't like what she was doing here. And so I feel they kind of just like lowered her intelligence, I guess, for a second, just because she's the youngest one. But I'm noticing today that she is like on fire with these plans. And, you know, and she has intuition, great intuition. She does. Phoebe, Paige, and Cole wait for Piper to return. Paige is trying to figure out a trigger for her orbing power. Cole scares her, and she briefly orbs. Fear is a trigger. They then discuss how to turn Piper human again. They have to close the portal of unexpressed fury. Phoebe thinks Piper is hiding something and thinks it may be anger at Prue. Just then, Cole hears the cries of his many victims and knows that the Furies are already focusing on him. One barges through the door, and Phoebe kicks her down. That was hot. So good. She used her levitating power, and she was like, yeah. Yeah, she did very well. Piper and the other Fury smoke in, and Phoebe kicks them as well. She then tries to comfort Cole, who is unconscious from the cries of his victims. The Furies come to and surround Phoebe and Cole, but Paige orbs a lamp and throws it at one of them. They turn on Paige, but Cole blasts the other two Furies with energy balls. Balls. That's what orbing is. <laughs> Piper attacks Cole, but Phoebe tries to calm her down. Instead, Piper turns on Phoebe. Paige leaps through the book for a solution before Piper comes after her as well. Phoebe calls for Leo, who orbs Paige and Piper to Prue's grave. At Paige's encouragement, Piper snaps and beats on Prue's plaque berating her for dying and leaving her alone and finally returning to normal as she breaks down in tears while Leo moves to comfort her. Don't you love how Phoebe made it about her? She's like, you're mad at me, Piper. I know you blame me. It's like, no. No. It's never about you. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, uh, score another point for Paige who figured out what was going on and this is based on experience. And it's something that Piper and Paige can technically bond on to relate to each other and solidify a small relationship with each other. Mm -hmm. But she immediately knew what was going on. So I, I really like that Paige was the one to figure it out. Uh, notice, though, when the cries of the other victims was killing Cole, Cole apologized. Did you notice that? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, he was, you know, obviously in pain, but he goes, I'm so sorry for what I've done. I'm like... Oh, look at that human coming out of him. But I really like that. Um, he's definitely trying his hardest to be as much human as possible. But it's it's nice to know that he does have sort of a, a, a regret. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about the breakdown scene between Piper and Prue at the grave? Oh, it was it was very well acted. And um, definitely very emotional. I like that the show is confronting the grief because a lot of shows are just kind of like, oh, she's gone. Let's move on. We Let's got demons on. to kill. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, I do like this. I honestly have never understood 
the whole I'm supposed to hate somebody who died even though they didn't want to die. So just the literal reaction of like, how could you leave me? It's like they didn't have a choice. So maybe I'm reading into it too much, but I've never really understood that whole concept of being mad at the person who died. Yeah, I think I think um, they did it for a few reasons. I would say I don't understand it, but I think it's her being mad at Prue for always like taking the risks. Okay. And like putting herself in front or putting her sisters in front of herself. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also an easy way for this show to say like we've confronted this. She's gotten to a point where she's forgiven Mm -hmm. the anger. So now we can like move on with her character building without dwelling on Prue. Yeah. 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 Okay. No. And, and I've heard, I've heard this term before. It wasn't just only on charm, but yeah, I've always wondered how people thought processes when they just like, how dare you leave me? And I'm like, well, I'm sure she didn't want to die. So, (laughs) So the next day, Piper admits she slept better than she has in a while. Phoebe tells her uh tells tells her Paige handled herself very well considering that it hasn't really been that long since she uh came into her powers. Phoebe adds that last name aside, Paige is definitely a Hollowell. Piper then admits that she hasn't really been too welcoming for Paige either, but wants to reach out more to her. So later, Piper surprises Paige at her job with a basket of muffins. During their conversation, Piper warns her about using magic for personal gain and stealing the Book of Shadows. Um, Paige, you're going to have to realize that we're witches and using our powers comes with rules. (laughs) Oh, the rules that you and Phoebe have chosen to break because you're married to a white letter while she's shacking up with a demon. Two snaps mm-hmm. for Paige, calling her out Boom. without hesitation. So cut me some slack and let the boy be cute over there, hitting on Lila. <laughs> <laughs> Piper had no reservations on that. Touche, bitch. Touche. Touche. <laughs> Paige reassures her that uh, while it will never be all right that Prue is dead, it will get better. When Paige's boss approaches and asks why Paige isn't working, Piper explains that the two are sisters, leaving Paige visibly pleased. Alright, so I don't know if you noticed this, but this last scene with Phoebe as she's talking with Piper about, you know, Paige is a Hollowell now. She had on this shirt (laughs) that had... One long red sleeve and the other half was just a strap. And Mm. it was a little bedazzled. It was not cute. It looked weird. I didn't get it. Phoebe, what were you thinking? I don't get it. Like, it was a really horrible top. (laughs) I didn't like it. Um, Have you experienced at all any new people coming into the family and sort of accepting them right away as family? Was it harder, easy to adapt, or, you know, did you keep your distance? And it doesn't have to be you, but, like, have you kind of noticed that amongst, like, family or friends or anything? Yeah, I'd say the closest experience I could think of is my uncle married a woman who already had a son who was about my same age. So, like, I gravitated to him right away, but... He was a fucking brat, Rob. <laughs> I was just trying to be a nerd and show him Final Fantasy VII 
and he was throwing jelly beans into my ceiling fan so they would fly around my room. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I'm a very like easy to get along with person. So I try to be nice to people, but Mm -hmm. that was, that was challenging. (laughs) Yeah. um, My mom remarried once I had to kind of deal with that. There wasn't really like, you're not my dad. I only have one dad because I hated my dad at the time. So (laughs) I didn't give a fuck. I just didn't want him trying to be like, Let's go get a beer, son, or some shit like that, you know? Um, But, yeah, I mean, I didn't really... I mean, as long as he made her happy, I didn't give a shit, you know? It's whatever. But I didn't really know him, so I wasn't as chummy. But it had nothing to do with, like, you're not going to take his place, you know? It's whatever. Rob. Rob. I have a problem. What's wrong? I'm starting to really like Paige. Yay! Look at that. I don't know if, like, Phoebe needs to watch out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> actually it's funny this last weekend i i had kind of a page moment in this episode okay because my friend gets mad because i don't invite her to disneyland every single time i go to disneyland and she was like you're such a liar you don't even tell me you're a liar you're not, you don't invite me anywhere it's like oh really who invited you to star wars land when it first opened who got you in oh who invited you last week when you didn't show up and you didn't even text me <laughs> And I just kept going with her. And I'm like, when would you ever invite me? And she finally just shut down and was like, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bitch when I know I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you think of Hell Hath No Fury? I like this episode. I thought it was um, fun seeing Paige in her element. And I agree with you. She, She brings like a different energy to the show. She's the new witch, which we we didn't really get to see the Charmed Ones be like the new Ditsy Witch because they all came up together pretty fast. Yeah. So I like that they gave her her own character and we get to see her make mistakes like Sabrina the Teenage Witch style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I thought it was a good episode. Um, the only thing that I'm kind of excited for is I'm glad that they showed us piper's grief and i'm glad they showed Paige being new but i'm like part of me really wants to see where they're all gonna fall like once we get past all of this okay and like see how the sisterhood's gonna look for the rest of the season so how they solidify okay they definitely touch on that yeah i won't give anything away it's nothing big but just small things you know the fact that she doesn't live in the house Mm -hmm. stuff like that is gonna be talked about so they're gonna notice all like how do they work what's the routine how do we get together to like learn you know does she jump in right away and want to do training every single day you know because they're they're on a time crunch they have to get her up to speed source can come out at any time and fuck shit up so it's not like she has you know a year or four-year college what you know she ain't in hogwarts you gotta learn this shit within a week rob (laughs) I'd like to point out, do you see what I just did there? I came in through your back door, and even though I didn't win your stupid quiz, I still got you to answer a question about season four. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, because that's what you wanted to know. All right, was this worth the wait, or it could, or catch you late? I'd say it's worth the wait. It was worth the wait. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I have changed my views a little bit on this, watching it with, um more of an analytical point of view back then again i was just super annoyed with Paige at this point they just made her so dumb (laughs) and what i know for her in the future i just didn't understand like i felt that somebody in the boardroom was like i don't like the way Paige is acting right now we need to change her character and do a reboot 
right away because I'm not liking what she's doing. And to me, I just think there is a point in the in the season where she literally shifts and just she becomes a little bit more serious, you know. So but now, you know, like, again, the woman is is super smart and she's coming up with shit real quick and and handling her shit amongst all of this like drama. Do you think being around me so much has just made you more patient with dumb people? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. You're funny. (laughs) All right. So quick notes. This is the first episode to feature the new version of the opening credits. If you guys notice on your DVD um, collection or watching it on Netflix, Alyssa Milano is is listed first, followed by Rose, and then Holly Marie Combs as Piper. By her request. So this is basically so she's recognized as someone of importance as um, Alyssa Milano is listed first. So they did this on Buffy as well. At a certain point in the series, Willow was listed last as Willow because she is somewhat of importance, but they continue to keep adding new characters that needed to be introduced, I guess, first because they were new. So, yeah, she's got a little title now. I like that. Uh, This is the third episode in which Piper turns evil. (laughs) Uh, Rose mentioned in an interview that one of the balloons that was making Paige's breasts enlarge in the episode burst while they were filming. <laughs> Paige um, and enlarged breasts are possibly a reference to Rose McGowan's role in Scream as Tatum because it was her boobs that got her killed due to the fact that she couldn't fit through the garage oh, door. Wow. Uh, another possible scream um, reference also is the fact that both characters, Tatum and Paige, drove a Volkswagen Beetle. While in Scream, hers was red, in this one it's green. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean. It's time yes. for Hot Man Meter. Okay, Sean, we have three people possibly to add on the Hot Man Meter. We will start with the very quick glimpse of the Cavray, or Cavmay, excuse me. This demon is played by Ken Feinberg, who we said looked a lot like a specific voice actor, just to give everyone a visual. Yeah, he looked like so much like Scott Menville, who does the voice of Robin on Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. Please look this man up and follow mm. him. He is Gorge. But does his look alike make your top 10? He didn't look enough like Scott, so he's not going to make it. I like the bald hair, the beard somewhat. He did look very tough and bad boyish. He had a nice look to him, but. No, I'm being very, very careful with my top 10 list this year or this season. And nope, he's not hot enough. He's not going to make it. No. All right. Then we go to our um, perverted sexual harassment man, Donnie, played by Scott Mossenson. Does he make your top 10 this week? He does make my list, but my tepid man list. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fair enough i actually found him more attractive without the toupee oh like i mean it's not something you would want to have style as just hair on the side and nothing on top but i actually found him more endearing that way okay but he's not making my list either <laughs> then we have nerd boy billy played by ben Tulpin. does he make your top 10 this week 
Rob. Hmm. You know I love me some nerd. I love them, and he fits the bill. Yeah, for he's sure. going on my list. He's going on your list. Okay, where is he going? I'll put him number five on my list. Okay, so that means he's going over Cole. I wanted to make you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, so you have six men on your list, and uh, Billy is number five. Okay. I think Billy is a Dorbs. A Dorbs. Aka Dorbs. Okay? Oh, like, wow. he he's super cute. But he's not hot. He's not going on my list. He is somebody I would definitely try and hit on, for sure. He is my type. I love that shit, but I'm not going to put him on my list. Did you just play me? I did. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean, play you? You thought I was going to put him on my list, too? Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, look, we've already halfway went through this in one episode. I'm, I'm going to be a lot more careful with my list this, this season, but he's super cute. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. All right. Well, that'll do it for our hot man meter. Now... It's time for MVP. Who gets MVP this week, Sean? Who was your favorite character on episode three? Hmm. I don't know. I think I'll give it to Paige. (laughs) (laughs) Why Paige? Um, Because this was her episode. You know, I definitely to really identify with her because she works in a call center which has no joy. She drives stick shift. She caused, you know, a little bit of mayhem in a way that I probably would have done the same thing, but she also fixed it and she fixed um, her sister too. So she did a good thing. Very good. I actually am going to give it to Piper. Hmm. Um, I, I thought she acted very well in this number of emotions. She looked fucking hot in her fury makeup. I love the way they braid her hair. She just looked she just looked great. And then again, the breakdown scene, um, still grieving over Prue. I, I just like how she handled herself in this episode. So it's going to Piper this week. Okay. All right. Well, that is going to do it. Our episode ran a little over than what we're used to, but hopefully you guys enjoyed our <laughs> our episode this week. Next week on Charmed. Enter the Demon. I think we're going to have a demon enter, but I think it's going to be somewhat of like a recurring demon. So we're going to meet somebody new who's going to cause a big issue for them. Okay. We will find out if Sean is right next week. Sunday during brunch, we'll have another full episode of Brunch with the Hollowells. And uh, make sure to update your hot man meter. If any one of these three people made it onto your list, keep that updated. At the end of the season, I will ask you to turn that list in so I can create a hot man meter for all of our listeners and their combined choices. Uh, Make sure to tweet at us anytime at um, BWTH Podcast. And also, you can email us at bwthpod at gmail.com. I just want to read one last thing before while we close out. So we had a Charmy on Twitter, uh, Bryce Lee. He writes, So, I had a funny thought. What if Sister Agnes, who was the nun at the church that Paige was left at, had named Patty and Sam's baby Prudence or Piper or Phoebe? She had no idea of her sister, so she could have easily gave her the same name (laughs) as one of the sisters. Mm -hmm. 
the only instruction that was given to her was that the name had to begin with a P. What luck was that? Yep, that's true. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, and I was like, well, I think the bright lights also inspired her to give her page. <laughs> uh, all right, well, Sean, say goodbye to all the Charmies. Titties. <laughs>